All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Newbie Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Holritz, and it is good to have you here today listening, watching, maybe a combination of the both. Um, this is a brand new project, the Newbie Photographer Podcast, and we're here to simplify photography and photography business for new photographers. If you're just getting started or even trying to figure out how to get started or in your first three years or so of business, this is the podcast for you. And we want to make it as easy as possible to take great pictures and also to run a really strong business. And we're going to share some of the principles that will enable you to do just those things. We're starting with a series called I Wish I Knew, and I'm having a number of established photographers on the show who are going to be sharing some of the principles, the concepts that they wish they understood when they first started their photography business. And uh, this way you can kind of avoid the pain and the stress of making the same mistakes. So uh, without further ado, I want to introduce my brand new guest for today. Jen and Roe are here with me. Jen and Roe, thank you so much for jumping in, doing this, uh, taking a little bit of a chance with me and sharing with the industry. I really appreciate it. Thank you yeah. for having us. It's our pleasure to be on your podcast. Yeah. We're excited to talk with you and help um, newbies coming in and this industry that we love so much and tell a little bit about our journey for the past 10 to 12 years. Yeah. Well, and so I love that you start with that. So 10 to 12 years, <laughs> now we have some context. You, you've got quite a bit of experience as photographers. Just briefly introduce your photography business, if you will. Yeah, so we are J&R Photography, uh, very unique in our name, just using our initials, <laughs> Jen and Ro. Um, we started in 2010 as a last minute booking for a friend's mother's wedding. Um, we were not professional at all. We showed up with very low end cameras and then it kind of slowly built from there. And I don't think we really went full time, um, really hardcore until like about 2014, 2015. Whoa. You went full time. Yeah, around that time. I went full time as the business owner, um, okay. but we really didn't do like more than like ten or t ten weddings to like twenty fifteen, and it's been just nonstop since then. Yep. So, how many weddings do you normally average in a season these days? A uh, post COVID world is this year we're doing fifty. Wow, that is wild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and, and honestly, I mean, you know, this is, we talked about this before we got started today. It's a shorter form podcast. I have so many questions already that I want to dig into <laughs> your working relationship, the number of weddings you shoot a year, how you manage all of them. There's so much to talk about, but we're going to be specifically talking about the importance of patience in business yes. here in just a second. We'll get yeah. to that. But I did pop up your website as you were talking. And I, I do love, I mean, first of all, I love the big, bold font there above the fold on your homepage. And for anybody listening in, if you missed this, I, I pop this up on the screen. I'll do it again. JRPhotoNYNYork.com. So mm -hmm. JRPhotoNY.com. Your most unforgettable moments captured. And then I, I scroll down the page and it says, we make it easy for fun, lively couples and families to feel comfortable in front of the camera on their wedding day and beyond, resulting in beautiful photos of moments that tell your story. And that's just, it's beautifully summed up. So well done with that. Thank you. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Major shout outs to our copywriter, yeah. Aaron. <laughs> it's always it took a little time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, well, it's worth it. Every. Oh no, sorry, I didn't I mean to interrupt say, you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was just saying that uh, it's worth every single penny. I know a lot of photographers try to, you know, save uh, a little money here and there, but uh, definitely hire a copywriter and, you know, also hire a web developer to make a custom site for yourself that it's it's really an under discussed topic the significance oh, yeah. of copy 
and and I think a lot of times photographers assume that they've got to have a lot of fancy creative copy on the site. And, and really yeah. the biggest challenge is probably trying to simplify it and minimize the amount of text that a potential mm -hmm. client has to comb through. So, yeah, I mean, we've already hit on like four topics that we could spend an hour each on. We're going to keep going in the conversation, though, because we are going to be talking about something that you all wish you knew when you first got started in your photography business. What is that one big principle or concept you wish you understood more about when you got started? Well, you gave me the word. Yeah, so uh, our, you know, what we wish we would have known when we were started out was that it's it's going to be a long road to get where we want to go, you know, and the thing that you need the most is patience. It doesn't happen overnight for everyone, and that's uh, a misconception that a lot of us get because we, we, so we go on Facebook groups and we see uh, educators selling like make six figures in, uh, in, in 12 months or, you know, book 40 weddings your second year. Yeah. So there's a misconception in our industry that it's very easy to, to reach that success. And it's not. It's taken us uh, almost a decade to get where we are. Yeah. And I think, like you said, to this point, social media has made it um, – much more enticing for people to think that it, it will happen overnight because you kind of see people who are um, blowing up and successful and shooting so many weddings and they might not be but you kind of start putting that into your head and then it just starts to just kind of dwell on you and you stress out thinking like why am I not at that level yet how come everyone it looks so easy for everybody else and I'm yeah. here I'm not booking so much mm -hmm. um, and I think the biggest thing is to have patience confidence and consistency, and that will kind of get you through the journey to get to where you want to be. And Jen, you just listed three more topics we could spend an hour each on there <laughs> too. So that was good. <laughs> this is so much. Like we already have like ten podcast episodes we can come back and do together. So I, I appreciate we'll you planning ahead. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you you make uh, some interesting points collectively. One, of course, there is that comparison challenge that that we all face now with social media and have for a number of years. And that it is easy to look and see and compare. And if nothing else, there's this kind of subconscious desire to be there already because mm -hmm. we're seeing all these, these public success stories. And what doesn't get shown a lot of time is everything it took to get to that place. 100%. What, was there kind of a turning point for you all? And, and, and I, this is interesting, actually, because I even more just recently got to a place. I'm 42 now. I've been in the industry for about 20 years and probably within the last year or so where I finally just kind of took a deep breath. I was like, you know what? Okay, I, I need. I don't have to keep rushing and pressing a million miles an hour all the time. It is a process. I'm okay with the process. Take a deep breath and and just be good with that. What was the turning point for you all where you you kind of reached that mindset? Um, I want to say in the past year or two, and I think a lot of it had to do with the world events in the past two years and. Sure it kind of revamped our mindset of like, we might not be where exactly where we would love to be, but we're in the spot that is keeping us um, sane. And we've reached a level of confidence that um, we know that we'll get to the point. Oh, let me rephrase that. We've reached a level of confidence that we are happy where we're at. And we've yes. reached a level of confidence of, identifying ourselves as who we are as photographers and as business owners and we've also kind of revamped our thinking on like what weddings are we going to take what kind of people are we going to work with um and it took a lot of time to get to that point and realizing it but that's been like over 10 years of kind of realizing that like mm -hmm. we run this business and and how we want to run it so 
So just mm. it's, but still, it, and I think the biggest thing for that has been the patience to reach that point yep. and not think that I have to run my business like everybody else or I have to be like that person. So it's a lot of identity searching um, as who you are as, as a business owner and a photographer. And I think the past couple of years has taught us that, that we don't have to be running a million miles a minute. We don't have to have that huge hustle that we see other people have um, and just being confident in it. That makes sense. It totally makes sense. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, and it's funny cause it's a simple realization, right? And, and as entrepreneurs, as we're fighting so hard to like take things next level and get better and make more money and book more clients. And mm -hmm. it's easy to forget, sometimes forget the simple things that will make the biggest differences. And one of those is this realization, which is this isn't really about anybody else. Like there are certain goals that I have set or need to set for myself. And it's about how I go about reaching those goals. And it really has little to nothing to do with anybody else around me, you know, outside of maybe yeah. understanding how the competition is functioning so I can position myself clearly. Other than that, there's really no comparison that, that actually needs to, to happen. So I, I, that, I'm glad that you make that distinction. I think that's a good reminder for all of our listeners and mm -hmm. viewers, especially as they're getting started to set aside the comparison. If we want to look for inspiration mm -hmm. to somebody else's imagery, for example, not necessarily a bad idea, but at the end of the day, we need to be clear about what it is that we're trying to achieve and then breaking yeah. down the steps to get to that place. That's what's most important. And so to this end in patience and the significance of patience, I'm curious um, what steps you would recommend that other photographers take, or maybe at least share the steps that you've taken to implement this concept of patience in your business, if you will. Yeah. And I think what you just exactly what my first thought on that was what that you just said about kind of stop obsessing over everybody else and how they oh, yeah. do things and how hard they work. I think as new photographers, we all kind of walk in and he's more of the creative than I am. But you go through this transitionary period of trying to shoot like everybody else, edit like everybody else. And you have this huge identity crisis. And then once you decide to let go of that and realize what works for you, that's the first step. Like, yeah. I think you spent hundred percent. I feel like that's what happened to me a few years ago. I just stopped uh, looking at people's work, uh, besides my close friends. Um, but I just stopped being influenced by everything I see online. I don't really um, care what everyone thinks about our work anymore. Before yeah. it was like, oh, oh my god, I'm gonna post this picture. I hope it gets a lot of likes. And it, it was more of like, uh, like I wanted people, like uh, other fellow photographers, to uh, approve of my work. And throughout the years, I stopped caring about that. Like, I only care about what we're doing and what our clients think about our yep. work. Mm -hmm. And once once I started to realize that, it just, like, it changed the game for us completely. It does take a while to get there, especially when you're first starting out, because you, you see all these beautiful images that other people are creating, and you want to do that, and you buy all this gear, and you do all these things, and then you just kind of start learning all right, maybe what I'm doing to imitate this person is not making me happy. Mm -hmm. This is becoming more stressful. I'm carrying way too much gear to do all these crazy images yeah. with all these lights and things, and it's stressing me out. Maybe this is not who I am. So well, you kind of learn to trying to, that. or we're trying to live somebody else's life, right? That That's, yeah. that's yeah. again, the kind of weird irony. And I mean, there's always, I, I think in many, if not most cases, there are, there's an opportunity to learn from somebody else's mm -hmm. behavior, their business, um, maybe we see certain things that they do that we like, whether it's the gear that they use or the style that they have. But at the end of the day, trying to live somebody else's life or mirror that is mm -hmm. likely going to lead to some level of unsatisfaction or dissatisfaction rather on our part. And we need to just move away from that thought process. So I, mm -hmm. I'm taking notes here in my notebook. And, and then the first step I wrote down was stop comparing. Do you? Um, yeah, and that, yeah. that, I think that sums it up pretty well. Take us to that second step. Um, 
practicing patience and knowing that your ideal clients will find you. So the opposite of, you know, trying to, your Target, identity yeah. as a photographer, it's kind of the identity of who, what kind of people do I want to work with? Um, when you first start out, you want to work with everybody that comes your way. Whoever's going to give you money, you'll take it. Um, <laughs> but then you wind up doing things that don't make you happy. Um, you're traveling hours for a shoot that doesn't turn out how you want it to be, or you're dealing with people that just don't mesh with your personalities. So I think for us, it took us a long time to figure out, okay, we love certain styles of weddings that are beautiful, but those styles of weddings come with people who personalities don't mesh with us. We're more of um, photographers that mesh with people that are laid back, chill. Their wedding's important to them, but the priority for them is having a good time and the moments, and they're not so dwelled up in the details of, of the wedding day. Um, it's more about the time and their loved ones. So we kind of realized, okay, we might be shooting these million dollar weddings, but we're having a good time shooting the ones that we are shooting. The backyard and it's, weddings. The backyard yeah. weddings or the yeah. people that we love working with. So it took a long time to kind of realize what our ideal client was. And once we found it, it's just made our business so much, so much yeah, better. We, we've gone through... Uh, numerous branding cycles and website cycles. And I think it was on your podcast uh, that I heard someone say that if you're doing a good job uh, on your branding, you're attracting uh, clients that are just like you. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what happened to us uh, within the last few years. We really started to invest in changing our brand and targeting clients that are just like us. Yeah, but it definitely dwells into that patience of like, you're it's still fine. searching, kind of figuring out who your clients are and who you want to work with. But yeah, being clear about that. And, and again, a, a much broader topic we would need to spend a lot more time on, but <laughs> we, we do have to be clear about what it is that we're trying to accomplish as individuals. Mm -hmm. I mean, it actually go as deep as, as setting kind of big picture goals for ourselves, And then that should trickle down to our goals as business owners. And then that should trickle down to the target market that we're going after. Mm -hmm. And that will naturally drive our behavior, our, our choices on a day-to-day -day basis. But we have to take the time to make those decisions, those bigger picture decisions first. And that will make a big difference. So first of all, stop comparing. Do you. Number two, mm -hmm. target your ideal client and know that they will find you. Stop kind of mm -hmm. flailing about trying to get everybody. Be clear right. about who your target client is and, and be comfortable in the fact that they're going to be able to find you. If, if you've clearly established your brand position, you're communicating that, you've set up your pricing to match that, the imagery to back it up, the whole experience to back up that brand position really, mm -hmm. then you're naturally gonna filter for the clients that, that you're targeting ultimately and that's really important. Take us to that third next action or that third step if you will. Um, recognizing that it's not an overnight thing. Um, I think people, like I talked about earlier, think it's an overnight. You might see like this one overnight success that is doing celebrities' weddings or so many weddings a year, and that may be great. Maybe something went viral for them, but for the majority of us, it's constant work, good old fashioned and hard work, sacrifice, and you will work hard at this for years overnight. I mean, we're shooting fifty weddings, but that took, like I said, ten years to get to. So. I don't think people realize, and it's consistent. Like you have to put in consistent work and having the patience of like, I have to consistently post on social media. I have to be consistent with networking. I have to be consistent with, if you blog, I have to be consistent with blogging. Yep. It's yeah. so much that's a part of this process. Um, and it's not going to happen in overnight or in six months. And people realize that all the time and then they just kind of give up and then they move on to the next thing because they don't realize and they don't have the patience of, of kind of what's involved in this whole process. 
It's so true. And if we're not first clear about what it is we're trying to achieve and we put the, if we've not put the processes in place without that kind of clarity and direction, again, it's very easy to flail about and be like, Oh, this isn't working for, you know, I did this for a week and it's not working. Now I need to go do this thing and then try that thing and go to that workshop and buy that piece of camera gear. And at the end of the day, once we've established that clarity and that direction, we need to be okay with just taking the simple steps day to day and doing that consistently. And that is, that is everything. And, you know, again, the, the whole point of this podcast really in this series in particular, I wish I knew is to communicate principles or concepts to new photographers so that they don't have to have the kind of painful experience of drawing out that learning process in particular in this, yeah. in this case about patience and the significance of patience, but also more specifically being okay with the process. I, mm -hmm. I would hope, I mean, again, I'm, I've been in this industry now for, I guess, over 20 years, and it really wasn't until the last year, year and a half or so, okay. where I, I finally realized the importance of mm -hmm. just the small, consistent steps day in mm -hmm. and day out really makes the biggest, biggest difference. And for those of you listening in, if you don't take anything away from today's conversation, make sure you take that away. And I think it'll make a massive impact in your life. Guys, this has been really good. Super practical, straightforward, mm -hmm. actionable takeaways. I appreciate this. Remind our listeners one more time where they can find you, both your website as well as social media. Yeah, we are on Instagram at jrphotony. And then our website is jrphotony.com. Perfect. Yeah, and I'm popping that up on the screen for those of you that are watching. Awesome. And for the audio uh, folks, you're listening to on your audio podcast, your favorite uh, app, rather. It is jrphotony.com, jrphotonewyork.com, and the same on Instagram. And, of course, we'll link to those in the show notes at newbiepodcast.com. Thanks, Jen Rowe. You guys are great. Thank I really you. appreciate you making time for our community. Thanks for having Thank us on. You. It was a pleasure.